With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome in, everybody, to the Pro Football Show for this Monday, April 20th. It is draft week. So draft starts, obviously, on Thursday. So we are kind of rounding, round turn four, if you will, headed for home stretch run. Uh, We're going to get into kind of what the draft meetings look like, at least on my end and with teams what is kind of finishing up there and kind of what's going to be done here the next few days. And we'll kind of take you through that process, including uh, some latest information going on and talks around the league. We've got some, you know, uh, minor transaction news. We're going to get to that. Some of the other issues and considerations about signings and trade possibilities and how players are going to be utilized. We've got uh, a few um, details there, some draft talk about uh, what could be taking place and some of the different information. So we've got a few things we're going to hit on today, obviously. A reminder that this podcast is brought to you by our great folks at 401k Generation, the experts in financial money management investments, financial issues, A to Z. You can reach them at one 998 5879 Eddie Rojas and his great team at 401k Generation, licensed in all 50 states. They are the experts that can help you get yourself a financial checkup, a first opinion, a second opinion, whatever the case may be. Get on the phone, no obligation, learn what they're all about. In fact, you can go to LandryFootball.com, check, click on 401k Generation, learn more about what it is that they do, and give them a call. They're licensed, again, in all 50 states. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, they can help you. Again, 1-866-998-5879 is where you want to call. And if we can help you promote your business, let us know. Just go to contact Chris on LandryFootball.com, contact Chris, and uh, drop us a line, and we will get in touch with you. And, of course, that's where you want to go. If you've got a question like Richard does today, and we've got two or three, we're going to uh, get into that and uh, talk about that. And uh, certainly a reminder that you need to make sure that you check on um, over and listen to our college podcast as well, each and every day. Um, 
we uh, got the SEC football and beyond today, ACC football and beyond on Tuesday. You know the drill now. We talk college football nationally at the top and then kind of recap the week that was in a conference each and every day. And you can do that by signing up for Landry Football's conference call wherever you sign up for your podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. And uh, that'll make sure that you get both podcasts dropped to you each and every day on your phone. Please spread the word. We know that a lot of people are dealing with different circumstances. They're not traveling to work or they're not at the gym. But, you know, it's still a great opportunity to listen to the podcast. And and I know it's tough taking care of the kids at home and trying to work at home. No, it's a little bit of a different environment, but uh, certainly a lot that we've got to talk about on the College and Pro Show each and every day. So check us out. So um, a couple of things that are coming out, as we've been saying, on LandryFootball.com for, gosh, weeks now. And by the way, if you haven't joined us over at LandryFootball.com, not quite sure what you're waiting for. We've got the best football information that is out there. From a coaching and scouting perspective, we've got draft boards that are true NFL draft boards, scouting reports that are true NFL draft room style scouting reports. Um, We've got the latest inside information, detailed inside information that you can't get anywhere else, and we've got it for you first and best, and all for less than $5 a month. Um, Take advantage of our scouting season offer today. Get the draft board. Get the scouting reports. Get the... Draft room breakdowns, inside the draft room breakdowns over at LandryFootball.com for each and every team. Every NFL team's draft room, we take you inside, kind of give you an idea where I think they're thinking uh, and a little bit of uh, projection of who they might take and why. So we've got all that for all 32 teams. So you want to check that out. We've got a lot of different information on there. Um a look at the history of the NFL draft, uh, some key decisions that were made behind the scenes and stories that led to some great decisions and bad decisions and players that never became great because of circumstances. And who were the best scouts in pro football history? How people tend to lie around draft time to serve their nature. We've got that. Explaining how these draft charts that you read online are not accurate. And, you know, how we go about dealing with final draft meetings and cut all that up on LandryFootball.com now. So it's a great way to get prepared for the NFL draft this weekend. Um, Over the end of last week, middle of last week, end of last week, over the weekend, I do know that Detroit at three and the Giants at four have been in lots of trade conversations, preliminary conversations, nothing to, hey, this is going to happen, because it doesn't happen until you're on the clock because you don't know for sure that your guy's going to be there until they're on the clock. So that's why it's done that way. Both have had discussions with teams about potentially moving up. And so how does that really work? Will you discuss ideas, maybe parameters of a deal? Let's say you're picking at a certain spot, and you say, look, just be thinking about if our guy's there, we'd like to move up from our spot to your spot. 
uh, let's discuss a little bit about what you're thinking. And obviously, non-committal, you can decide, but you pretty much get a feel for what a team, what the price might be. And so you can do a lot of preliminary work heading into Thursday so that when the, you're on the clock, you can get a deal done, a secure deal. Maybe even before that, depending upon circumstances. Um, you know, maybe before the draft starts, the day of the draft, the night before the draft. But in most of these cases, in this case in particular, I think you're going to have to make sure that your guy's on the clock. But you can essentially have a deal done, even though it won't be completed until the appropriate time. But Dave Gettleman has never moved back from the fourth spot or never traded back, period, since he's been a GM. But he's not been in a situation like this. He can get, I think, a really good player, an offensive lineman or a defensive impact player. By moving down a few spots, not a lot, but a few spots. And I think there's some people right below him that might want to move up and secure a quarterback. So he's certainly exploring that possibility. And certainly is Bob Quinn of the Lions, the general manager, doing the same thing. Um, They are in a position to get a really good player, a defensive player perhaps, that can be an impact, that can help them. Um, But in there again, by not having to move back a great deal. Have to move back a great deal, it probably precludes that from happening. The Lions are in better position because the Giants don't really have the leverage at this point because the Giants are in better position. You'd be better off for the same price or similar price to move into the third slot than the fourth slot. So the Giants won't have leverage until the Lions exercise their pick at three if they do so. Then there'll be some potential leverage with the Giants, depending upon how that goes. Um, So let's stay tuned on that. We'll keep you up to date as the week progresses and what might happen. So what's going on around the league right now? What's going on this weekend? People have wrapped up, and I know at least on my part, we've wrapped up with different teams, all the position boards. And so now everyone's kind of started on their horizontal board, which is the best overall players. And that'll be kind of finished up a little bit on Monday. Um, But a lot of that this weekend was being done. The horizontal board and the position boards were pretty much wrapped up around the league on Friday. So you'll get some things done uh, with the horizontal board over the weekend, and you may fine-tune it a little bit. We always like to say, go back, sleep on it a little bit, and... You know, we'll see where this takes us on Monday. We'll go forward with making, you know, any adjustments that we need to. And uh, we'll see where Monday takes us. And we'll go ahead and, and take a look at kind of making sure that we've got things in the right order and that we're comfortable with it. And what I always tried to do on, you know, Tuesday is to 
do a couple of things. One, spend a good half a day making sure that we've got all of our priority free agent grades, undrafted free agent candidates, and got them in the right order. So anybody that's on the draft board, you've got them in order to sign them first as undrafted free agents, if any are not drafted, which some of them will be, always are. But to make sure that your 4-9 grades, that your, your, your free agents are in the right order. And then I'd, I'd want to spend at least a half a day going over with our doctors, all the medicals, any question marks, to finalize our final medical grades on every player in this draft. Okay, and then what I wanted to do on Wednesday was meet with the security staff. I wanted the last meeting to be with the security staff that went over all the detailed information on any player. So we've got any player, and they can call it up. And the reason I always met with the security last, I mean, we've already met with them before, but this is the last meeting is because if anything cropped up, over the weekend or anything like that, any mischief or anything that I need to know about, I want to know about it. And there's ways to find out that stuff. Um, Now, this is kind of an unusual year. Not many people are out and about doing this or that. But still, you need to make sure that everything is in position and you do that on Wednesday. And, And basically, you... You do that, and it doesn't take the entire day. And the rest of the time is just kind of spent talking with teams, getting a lot of intel, trying to get a feel, making some trade discussions. And you go through scenarios, and you do that a lot this week too. And that's pretty much what the week is about. Thursday, there's not a whole lot left. I mean, there's no, well, we need to argue this or that. The arguments about what should be done, how a guy should be, if they're not done with everybody in the room to this point, you're not coming in the day of the draft or the day before the draft and say, this guy's too high, this guy's too low. That shouldn't exist. Okay, That should never happen. The only way something happens like that is if something out of the blue comes up that you did not know beforehand. Teams had to deal with that with Lyle Collins a few years ago. Something happened. People didn't know about it. It happened late. You're trying to find the right information. It's it's understandable that you may take a player like that and adjust any part of his grade. But you shouldn't be, you know, in my opinion, if you're sitting there on the day of the draft still arguing about player A versus player B, you haven't done a good job to this point. So that's kind of what's done. We'll we'll get uh, hit into that a little bit next couple of days, more about what goes on and kind of what's going on uh, behind the scenes. Some free agent transaction news over the weekend. The Dolphins waived linebacker uh, Jake Carlock, Jamal Davis, Anthony Jones, a receiver, and cornerback Lyndon Stevens, Gerald Willis, the defensive tackle, and Terry White. Davis and Stevens each appeared in three games last year, with Willis appearing in two. Nobody else played any regular season snaps. Uh, let's see, the Falcons signed uh, Brian Hill to his original round tender. He'll make $2.14 million this year. He'll um, he'll behind, be behind uh, Todd Gurley and Ito Smith on the depth chart. 
The Ravens signed linebacker, inside linebacker Jake Ryan, formerly of the Jags, to a one-year deal. 28-year-old missed the entire 18 season in Green Bay with a torn ACL, then signed with the Jags last offseason, only to open the year uh, on the uh, NFI list. Appeared in two games, then ended on IR. Ravens are desperate for inside linebacker help after losing C.J. Mosley and then Patrick Wansor um, and Josh Bynes this offseason, all in free agency. They'll address it in the draft. This is some depth issues um, there. The Jets are seriously exploring the idea of making a run at free agent cornerback Logan Ryan. He's coming off one of his best seasons, started all 16 games, recorded four interceptions, forced four fumbles, four and a half sacks. He's sacked, uh, said to be open to a short-term deal, so we'll see how that will play out or whether the Tennessee situation is in play. So they're looking at trying to create some cap space to make a run at him, and we'll see, again, be post-draft, how that might play out, um, considering what they may or may not do draft weekend. The Bears released tight end Trey Burton. Uh, They signed um, Burton to a four-year, $32 million contract in 17, Ryan paced it. But never lived up to that billing. He had 569 yards, six touchdowns, and 18. Um, didn't score any. He had 84 scoreless yards in eight games last year. Uh, recovering from a hip surgery, that's been the biggest part of the problem. Uh, right now, their tight end plan in Chicago, Jimmy Graham. Titans signed guard Avery Genesee, formerly of the XFL. will compete for a backup spot. He played at A&M, dinged uh, uh, up a little bit. Not real good athlete, but a strong physical hand fighter in the run game. Bengals signed Seathan Carter to a one-year deal, primarily a blocking tight end. He slides in behind C.J. Azuma in the Bengals' um, tight end position, Tyler Eifert. Uh, he threw three targets in three NFL seasons. Um, he has three targets, rather. The Vikings and Anthony Harris are in long-term negotiations, and they'd like to see if they can finalize something. Makes sense. They placed a franchise tag on them before the free agency period, uh, maybe with the intent of trading them for a safety-needing team. And I still think that's possible if they get the right offer, but got to be prepared to get a long-term deal for them as well. So I think they're working both ends of it. Titans GM John Robinson said that he has not ruled out possibility to sign Jadavian Clowney. So we'll see how the post-draft situations unravel there. And in New England, the Patriots, Adam Butler has officially signed his second-round tender. It's worth worth $3.26 million, that tender. Um, The word out of the Chargers is that Mike Pouncey's neck is trending in the right direction. He hasn't been medically cleared, but they feel like he's going to be pretty good. Currently, Sam TV is currently penciled in there. Um, You know, adding a left tackle, uh, adding a left tackle is something they need to, and they certainly need to be concerned about Mike's future there. The Jets have not made any progression with a long-term deal with Jamal Adams. Folks don't expect anything to take place until after the draft. He's not going to participate in the virtual offseason program. Uh, We'll see how this plays out. But I think they're committed to making a deal. We'll see if they can get that done. The Bills defensive end Jerry Hughes says he's on track in his recovery after um, undergoing offseason groin and wrist operation. So um, the, uh, the Browns. I've heard that. I don't know where the rumors came out about them trading Odell back. I 
there's there's only 32 teams in the league, and I don't know anybody that was in trade discussions for Odell Beckham. So I'm not quite sure uh, where, when, high that came out. And again, this time of year, take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, very few people, um, well, no one really in the media knows what's going on. Um, but there are some people that just throw stuff out that really have no substance to what they're doing. The Steelers are considering moving Matt Filar to the right tackle to left guard. Filar started 26 games for the Steelers over the past two seasons. Um, nobody's average few yards per contact per rush than the Steelers. So, um, you know, certainly Hodges and Rudolph held on to the ball a great deal, but they were under pressure a great deal. They've got to figure out how to prove that. They lose uh, Ramon Foster to retirement. Uh, Stefan Wisniewski should be able to serve as an adequate replacement if Feeler can't make the transition, but it would help certainly provide some depth. Um, I do know, and it is real, that the Jaguars have been in contact trying to trade Leonard Fournette, at least trying to create a market for him. He's due $4.16 million in base salary in 2020. Last season was the first time he didn't miss multiple games. Look, they are very familiar with him. They know he doesn't work very hard. He's someone that's been um, a bit of an attitude problem for him, and they know that's contributing to the fact that he's not in great shape, and it's contributed to some of his issues. And I think they'd like to get something for him because they know that he's not going to live up. They probably are not going to sign him. They're not going to sign him long term. So getting something for him now would make some sense. Um, got big playability, got a lot of power, but this guy's just not – doesn't have the heart, the work ethic to ever be great. And unless that changes, he's going to always be a talented guy that underachieves. Out of Cincinnati, Andy Dalton has said he certainly would see a scenario where he could go back at Cincinnati and be a backup. Um, you know, the Bengals are keeping all options open. Curious to see how that plays out. I do think that for the right price, Andy Dalton could be had in a trade. They're not going to give him away. Um, the Over in Detroit, uh, they've stopped short of saying that uh, Viatai would uh, start this upcoming season. They feel like they can plug him in at right guard or right tackle. They're not necessarily guaranteeing anything. Um, we'll see kind of where it goes. Um, you know, I, it, I think that he certainly could help them. I don't think he was worth what they gave him, but it's interesting to see. Um, also, Matthew Stafford with the back has been medically cleared, so that's good news there. So some draft news. Um, you know, the media reports the Denver Broncos are looking to trade up in the top ten for Jerry Judy in next week's draft. Okay, folks. If you hear that somebody is leaking out or somebody's reporting that a team is looking to move somewhere to draft XYZ player, there's nobody that's going to leak out that they're interested in moving up for a certain player. If you hear that there's a certain player, you know that that player is not a player. If there is... That's cause for firing. That is the dumbest thing to tip what you want to do because if that is what you want to do, then you're basically 
telling the world your plans and allowing in the modern day information age somebody to come and get your guy. So if you think that by leaking that out, that's true, that they're moving up for that guy, you would have to be the dumbest person ever to leak that out and then go ahead and do it. It makes no sense. Uh, I do think there may be interested in moving up for somebody. And I think putting that out there only can maybe get you more people that are interested because you don't know how high you need to move up to get the guy that you want to have more conversations, as I said at the beginning of the show, with more teams, as many teams as you can this time of year, makes all the sense in the world to do just that, to get into some preliminary conversations, and then it can allow you to strike when the opportunity comes along to maybe get a deal. And you can move up. You've had some preliminary conversations. You may need to move up in the top ten. You might you need only up a few spots. Whatever the case may be, you need to be prepared. You need to do your homework. But if you're leaking out there that you like a certain guy and that's truly what you like, that is really dumb and you're going to cause yourself to get jumped. Uh, we did mention that Louisville's Makai Becton combine drug test has been flagged. He's addressed it with multiple teams. It certainly set a history of failed tests at his time at Louisville. Is it an issue? Yes. Is it going to kill him? I don't think so. In New England, they'd be willing to trade Joe Thune during the draft, I'm told. Uh, he signed his franchise tender three days after receiving it. They'd want a second or a high third. Um, it's a lot of money they've committed to a guard. I, I think they want to keep him. I think they'd like to trade him. I don't know that they're going to get what they'd like. Be curious to see what they do. Um, one thing I'm sure that they're going to do at some point is draft a quarterback. But curious to see if they can get their guy or they're in a position to get their guy. Um, certainly they like Jared Stidham. Brian Hoyer is not the answer. Getting interested to see what they do quarterback-wise in this draft. Antoine Winfield Jr. has really one of the more intriguing prospects in this draft, eight. Outstanding free safety with range, inside coverability, not real big. Um, a lot of teams interested. I know the Vikings, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Titans, the Bucks, all real interested in him. Uh, really good player, can really jump, can really run. I think one of the more underappreciated guys in this draft. Good news, at least, from what we're hearing on LaVisca Chenault's core muscle surgery injury. They say he's going to be 100% for full football activity. Uh, I'm curious to see what the team doctors feel about it, but that that's a really a good sign. The Colts are definitely interested in a quarterback, but they're not going to force a quarterback pick. Um, and I don't blame them. To take a quarterback just to take one. You know, some people think, oh, they'll take Jordan Love. I don't know how their grade is on Jordan Love. They're not taking Jordan Love if they think he's just a guy with a chance. They got a guy with a chance in Jacoby Brissett. They they really need to lo- like Jordan Love, pardon the pun, love Jordan Love. 
are they going to take the best player? Clemson's A.J. Terrell is receiving a lot of interest. And, look, he's one of those guys that high second-round value that's going in the first round, probably mid-first round, as you don't have a lot of corners. Akuda, C.J. Henderson, Terrell, um, probably going to go higher. And he's potentially number one corner. So he's going to get a lot of discussions. Um, the Jets have visited with all four of the top offensive tackles in this draft. I think they're certainly in play there. You know, the Giants and the Browns and the Bucks and others are are real interested. Uh, and one that would include um, Wills and Thomas and Becton and, and Tristan Wirfs. Very curious to see where a couple of the other guys may go. We could see as many as six go. I think second-round guys. Now let me say this. Ezra Cleveland is being talked about in the first round by some folks. I think he's high third-round value. Uh, some people intrigued by him. Right tackle, Cleveland might be. Hey, so be it. Um, he could go in the first round. That's some of the talk. I don't have him graded there. I think he's a good player. I think he has a chance to make and contribute. I don't know that I would put him yet in the potential starter category, and I certainly wouldn't put him in the immediate starter category. He's got a ways to go, and I don't have him as high as some others. We'll see how that will play out uh, come this weekend. Hey, folks, a reminder again. Oh, let me uh, get to this. Richard has a couple of questions. Um, in the draft meetings, you go over a lot of players in the meetings. Has there ever been cases where the meetings can get intense and heated during those meetings? Uh, well, Cleveland and Tennessee. Well, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of other meetings right now with a lot of teams. So not just Cleveland and Tennessee and Houston, but – you know, my time at New England and Giants and Saints and a lot of teams that I do a lot of work for and been involved in a lot of meetings, of course it gets a little tense, intense. Uh, you know, I, listen, I, I can tell you that uh, there are times, yes, it's gotten heated. It's gotten, you know, but, you know, um, intense, yes. You see players differently, Um and you have some disagreements. So it absolutely does. Absolutely does. Richard asks, Hi, can you explain how the Wonder Lake test works? The Wonder Lake test is a test given. It's 50 questions. It's 12 minutes. And what it does, it measures reading comprehension, your ability to read and understand what you read and answer questions. The reason why that test is important, it helps you to learn a player's ability to learn by reading and retaining quickly. That's all it determines. It doesn't tell you whether somebody's smart or dumb. Guys learn differently. Some guys need to be, you need to hear it verbally. Some guys need to see it on the board. To walk through, there are different ways to teach. This helps to determine a guy's ability to read, uh, you know, absorb what you're reading and be able to apply it quickly. Um, obviously, you want to score well on that because then that means you can give somebody something, they can take it, they can learn it, and they're good. Others are a little bit more high rep. But it doesn't mean that you eliminate a guy. But there are certain standards and there are certain um, numbers that ideally we look for at that. But it, but it doesn't eliminate a guy. But that's how the Wonderlick works. It, it, we also have other tests. We also have similar tests 
that determine football acumen. And it's just certain football things that you're taught. But you'd be surprised, somebody that you tell something to, football or otherwise, their retention ability is usually pretty consistent. So this whole thing, oh, well, oh, what does it matter if, you know, if you, you know, two trains leave at the same time? What does that have to do with football? It's nothing to do with football. It has to do with the ability to read, learn, and apply in a quick fashion. Um, but we do other things that are similar but are football-related, and there are a couple of other um, IQ and intelligence stuff that really helps us. And we really begin to determine whether somebody is really good as a verbal listener, as can read real well, uh, those things are really important to determine because it's not just whether you take somebody, but if you take them, how are you going to need to teach them? Those things are really important. Uh, and Richard asked, do you think the NFL draft is overhyped? Well, the draft process itself is extremely important. I mean, obviously, it's it's never been more important because it's the only way you can get reasonably priced talent on your team, and it's the lifeblood of building a team through the draft. So it's extremely important. So the importance of the draft, just like recruiting in college football, the process of evaluating and acquiring players is not overhyped. The media discussion of it is very much overhyped. This guy's moving up, this guy's moving down, all that's BS. And you got, you know, the television aspect, the talk radio aspect, the internet aspect, which, listen, I'm participating in. The difference is, is I'm coming at you from a veteran scout, scouting administrator, coaching perspective. These other guys don't know what they're talking about. They're just regurgitating information. They don't know how to evaluate players. And they just, whatever somebody tells them lasts is what they go with. So, and this this guy's the greatest, this guy's the guy. It, it creates clicks, it creates excitement, and yes, it's overhyped. It's, it's overhyped probably more in recruiting because all these kids with their hats on the table and they're picking – we're making these guys, these kids, celebrities, and you have to de-recruit them once they get on campus. Well, a lot of these guys, they're going to the draft, and I know it's great, and I got to get all these big suits and spend their money before they make it, and then all of a sudden you go there, and it's it's a different story. You're starting from the bottom. You're a rookie. Uh, a lot of hype and a lot of it of the draft. The biggest problem I have, I think it's great that people get excited about it. But it is amazing to me how many people think they know who the best players in the draft are. They have no credentials to evaluate players, but they're ranking them, and it's the whole fantasy football element, right? And then they're criticizing the people that do know how to evaluate, and they're making these, this guy's great, this guy's this. They have no clue what type of player the guy is, where he fits or doesn't fit. You know, so... All of that's way, way overhyped and very misunderstood by people, again, that just don't have the experience in it. All right, listen, hey, appreciate you joining us. Make sure that you flip on over to listen to the College Football Show, SEC Football and Beyond today. We'll have ACC Football and Beyond tomorrow. And another edition of the Pro Football Show will get you closer towards draft day. 
all the latest news, notes, and information. Reminder, get on over to LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer. Yes, there are details that will be breaking tonight that you're not going to get by the time you're listening to this podcast in the morning. You're going to catch this podcast on Monday morning, taping it on Sunday night. There'll be stuff that's coming out that won't make the podcast just because we got to get the podcast in to be produced and get it up for you to listen. That's where LandryFootball.com comes in. Get that information uh, and combine listening to this podcast with a very inexpensive membership to LandryFootball.com. Check it out today. Scouting season offer less than $5 a month. Draft boards, scouting reports, free agent boards, scouting reports there. Recruiting boards. Um, certainly all the inside information and analysis. We got it all for you at LandryFootball.com from a coaching and scouting perspective. So check it out. Also check out the great folks at 401k Generation. They are the experts in financial planning, money management, investment inquiries. They've got it all for you. Keep on track with your financial goals, and you can reach them at one 866 998-5879. It's licensed in all 50 states. So regardless what state you're living in, you can reach them by phone or text at 1-866-998-5879. Got something you'd like to promote, brand, perhaps yourself, your business? Contact us at LandryFootball.com, and we can absolutely help you do that. So uh, go to LandryFootball.com, contact Chris. If you got a question like Richard did or Kevin did on our college show today, uh, drop me a line over at contact Chris at LandryFootball.com and I will address it. Uh, make sure you're getting this podcast as well as the college podcast to your phone, directly to your phone, by signing up for Landry Football's conference call. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Be safe. We'll be back with you tomorrow. And jump on over to listen to us on the college podcast as well. So long, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.